How we looking? Share script going. Mic check. Yo, 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 yo. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, shoddy. Let's see here. How we moving? Are we smooth? Facebook crowd. What's up? What's up? Instagram squad. What's the business? Twitter family. What's the damn deal? YouTube, what's up? We see you, YouTube. We love you, YouTube. Make sure that you are following us on all platforms. DJ High Q, what's what's all your platforms, man? All right, now you just uh, said what now? What's all your platforms, bro? Uh, DJ High Q on everything. DJ H I G H E Y E Q. For sure, and on all platforms, just type in nowadays, and that's gonna be me. On Instagram, it's nowadays nine one three. We are in here. It's Wednesday, and we know why you're here. I know why you're here. It's the world's greatest podcast. Mic check. <laughs> for those for those of y'all who did not actually see the goofy shit he just did, <laughs> he definitely just pulled the microphone smooth out of the cord. That's what that awkward silence was. Let's do this shit. Beautiful ladies and players worldwide. I am nowadays host of the Rebellious Podcast here with the one and only Your baby mom's favorite DJ, the leg day legend, DJ High IQ. Well, yeah, man. Every Wednesday at 9 p.m., we go live on Facebook. We go live on YouTube um, and all of your streaming platforms. You can find this as well if you don't catch the live or if you caught the live and the live was so fat, you want to go back and listen to it again. You can do it. So wherever your streaming platform of choice is, go check us out there. Um, episode number 29. 3030 is the next one. Mm. We appreciate everybody that's been uh, viewing these, sharing these, checking in in the comments, rocking with us. We love y'all. Um, I, I hate the title you gave this. What is Orlando Brown? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> such terrible. <laughs> your ter- your writer's just as bad as Tyler Perry's. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? So I'm DJ High IQ, and I have a charitable function coming up this Sunday called the Kickback <laughs> Giveback. It's clothing drive at Southeast High School from 3 to 7 p.m. So I'm encouraging all, all of you to go through your classes, come show up. Well, it's like um, we have board games, card games. We'll have, oh, yeah, we do have Local Legend. The video game truck is pulling up. We got that confirmed today. Just got our, uh, our tables delivered, too. So Nice. We're good, ready to rock and roll. So, yeah. And that's what I got going on. What did you do this week? Um, really DJ just, High IQ. Just really just get rid of get ready for that. That's pretty much it. That and work out and and um, continue to keep trying to do this vegan foolishness. How's it been going for you? Uh, you still staying strong. Still staying strong. I haven't. Uh, I've been going strong since Christmas. I want to say it's lit. Yeah, it's lit. It's lit. Uh, so for those of you that don't know. For the first time, what is it, 50 years? Holy shit, man. 
Uh, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, bro. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you didn't do anything to celebrate the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl? Uh, they're rich, not me. Well, if you're smart, you could be rich. Like, you saw what happened after the World Series. Nigga, a lot of money came here. I saw people selling free flags. <laughs> At the parade, Fox or one of Channel 5 was handing out Royals flags, World Series flags. And people was flipping them. Niggas stole the whole bundle of flags and was selling them at the parade, making money. So, like I said, whenever I these type of that. things happens, the hustle is going to eat, baby. So, <laughs> so uh, that's what you propose that we do? I mean, get it however you live, for real. But You're not a real nigga. Real nigga be like, yeah. Hey, man. Get it how you live. I'm just excited that, uh, I mean, 50 years, bro, we don't even know what this looks like. I don't even know what the Chiefs logo on a Super Bowl screen even looks like. That's crazy. I mean, in 2015, we said the same thing about the Royals, so. This is lit, bro. What a time to be alive. So, did you celebrate in any kind of way? No. You didn't go out? You didn't do anything? I was at the coat drive that I was telling people about, but uh, after that, I went home. Went home. Um, you know, I heard people were out and about all throughout the city, but that was it. Are you going to no. – uh, you're not going to watch the Super Bowl? Uh, if I'm around it, I'm not breaking any plans. Word, word. Yeah, I'm not that – I mean, like, I was somewhere and people was like, are you a Chiefs fan? Like, I'm a Kansas City fan. I'm not necessarily tell you, like, I'm going to live and die by – but that's all another conversation just with the whole NFL. But. Well, that's what's funny. Um, I definitely boycotted the NFL for uh, probably the last, what, two, three seasons? Um, Did you eat Papa John's? No, nigga, I don't even eat that. Like, okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> but what, um, what I did say, I was like, if we ever go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to have to – actually tune into that so i mean i'm happy for what it could do for the city with a victory what it does absolutely it's gonna that next uh that next summer 2016 we got pretty much every concert under the sun we stopped being a flyby market when that happens and then like 2017 went right back to treating us second rate i.e why wale is here tonight on a wednesday well you know what it's funny because we had this conversation about wale coming here and playing somewhere that we don't go so I'm glad he came back. I wish I could have. Well, he didn't play where he where. No, he didn't play there. He just dropped in, and it wasn't somewhere that we don't go. It's somewhere we shouldn't go. That was what it is. Oh, well, word word. Okay, so what we got? What we got, man? Uh, this week was lit. I uh, celebrated the Chiefs' win. It was KC Restaurant Week, so. I was out and about. Uh, shout yeah. out to the homie Mish. We got to yeah. I saw I saw y'all little photo, little photo op. <laughs> that was cute. We got to uh, <laughs> try try some bomb food and some not so bomb food. That was always cool. Where'd y'all go? Uh, I got Eddie V's. That shit was busting. Mm. Uh, and then we went to some other place I've never that I'm not even gonna mention because it's not worth. It just wasn't good. Um, I think we should mention how bad they were. I don't think we should tell people to. No, no, they're were gonna they, die nameless. Um, <laughs> were they were they a, a black owned business? Nah, nah right, then we're definitely gonna tell about how bad they were. Where'd you go? I really don't remember it. I was so like I erased from a memory. All right, Mitch, if you watching, say say where you went. Yeah, drop it in the comments. But basically, they they uh ruined my steak like three times in a row. And uh, you said they what? It messed the steak up three well, times. That's in what a you row. get for eating flesh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> now you one of those. All right, so um. It was cool though. I mean, we had a good time, and then lo and behold, like we won. So then it's like, all right, well, this night just got longer, and that was turned. 
And uh, the homie had a Black Panther theme party that was lit. Shout out to Sam. That was cool. Um, uh, Kansas City was just super popping this week. I really cannot remember. You asked me to go, and I really cannot tell you what I ended up doing. But I playing I, yourself. You said what? He's playing yourself. No, nah, I'm quite sure I did some of uh, equivocal value. It was cracking. I saw. I saw. I saw some. Uh, there's a lot of cheeks. Clad in black plant panther attire. It was, and we mean the political group, not the movie. You know what's funny as hell, but not really funny. Kind of sad. Um, I told one of the homies I was going to a Black Panther party, and this <laughs> nigga started making T'Challa references. And then the conspiracy theorist in me said, "What if <laughs> this movie was all a plot <laughs> to make it when you Google Black Panther, you cannot see anything about?" Like Bobby Seal in the actual <laughs> movement. <laughs> anyway, it was good though. So I had a good weekend. Um, what we got? All right. So the Chiefs. Well, we don't even want to get to the Chiefs yet. Somebody did also say, "Tell them so they knew, know where not to go." I don't remember. It was in Crossroads, uh, Tavern, something. Was it Boulevard Tavern? I don't want to say the wrong restaurant. They might be fired. I think it was Boulevard Tavern though. It wasn't good. Okay. It wasn't good. Very subpar. Um, I want to start with Boosie. I want to take a moment. Have we talked about Boosie? Hold on. We just had a whole conversation, and you did not mention that, and that's what our A block goes with? Didn't mention what? <laughs> All right, man. Go ahead. The, nah, the, 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 people need, the people need to know about bro, Boosie. Bro, so you, you segue from the Chiefs Super Bowl into then you segue into Boosie? The, the, the Super Bowl conversation is a lot bigger than the Boosie conversation, so we, I want to kick it off with Boosie. I want to start off light and also respecting this profit that we have amongst us right now. That is Boosie. All right, fam. Go ahead. Have we talked about the Kappas and Boosie? No, we didn't. Okay. So for those who aren't aware, Boosie's on a roll right now. I don't know. Does he have an album coming out or what? Have you he noticed? always has an album coming out. Then None of them have been good since he got out of jail. I think that he finally got wind of how to like do press leading up to a drop. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Nobody's checking for his albums. They've all been bad since he's been released from jail. But there's always this thing that the rappers have done. Like the rappers of 2005 kind of figured out this thing. Like if I can get y'all to like me on social media, then... I might come out with that one flyer single with the new hot producer. No, I think he might do it. No, it hasn't worked for Gucci, man. His numbers have. That's what I was going to say. Gucci is the prime example. No, his numbers have steadily decreased since he's got out of jail. What numbers? All of his sales numbers have. I don't care about sales. I'm talking about his. He's, he sounded fire to me. I've liked all the Gucci. Discussion. He hasn't had a hit single since he got out of jail. Hit single. Uh, the the Bruno Mars. The Bruno. And I don't, I don't like that one. Exactly. And would you, that's not a hit. But go ahead. Well, either way, Boosie is on one because what we had, we had the Boosie versus the Kappas because they said he couldn't stroll to his song. And no, it didn't. No, oh, no, they didn't. No. No, they could on, not. Vice versa. On, no. He had on the sweater. Yeah. But he told them, don't stroll to my song because they stroll to wipe me down. Um, On that one, I don't know if we even talked about that. I don't really. I don't get the, the big deal. Um, Sorry to all the Greek homies, but like, it's just gangbanging. Smarter gangbanging. This <laughs> is gangbanging with better GPS. You have a dance. You have hand signs. You got colors. Y'all yeah, uh, a smart gang, my nigga. <laughs> but, a scholastic, a scholastic gang. Yeah. Um, um, but I thought that was funny. Um, do you have a take for Boosie and the Kappas? No, I mean, at the end of the day, he was able to 
I saw somebody offer up and say that potentially he could have got it from like a third store somewhere this time third. But I think his rendition is he was at a store, an actual legit store, and he bought it off the rack. I have a theory about Boosie. I think all the things that people keep trying to like position Boosie in, I really think he's oblivious to whether well, something's who's trying to position Boosie in anything. Well, holding him accountable for wearing Greek gear. You think Boosie give a fuck, bro? Do you really think Boosie, Boosie badass, is going to be aware? Of the do's and don'ts of uh, Kappa culture, that nigga don't give a fuck. He thought that it matched with his shoes, and he I see Boosie wear shit from Gen X and like those type of stores. Well, he makes clothes that go in Gen X and those type of stores. That's what. So I promise you, Boosie doesn't give a shit. And then the more interesting thing is, how did Boosie gain access to your clothing? How are y'all so mad that a civilian, I guess we call it, is wearing your clothing but it was available on sale somewhere to a non-member of the fraternity y'all got bigger fish to fry um but anyway i thought it was funny um watching him trying to learn how to stroll but then right after this comes out a story that boosie beat up george zimmerman in a walmart did you see that one yes yeah, so uh, then he he shot it down then he comes out and he says leave me alone i didn't do this but my noodles do come out in walmart on friday so he has noodles Remember the rap snacks we were talking about? Yeah, Masterpiece Noodles or whatever. Yeah, Boosie has his own noodles in Walmart. Go check those out. And then... No, no don't check those out. They're high in sodium. They're bad for our people. This nigga here, boy. <laughs> like, all all prepackaged ramen. No, don't go eat that shit. That shit's trash. Don't eat that. Okay. <laughs> Why would you tell That shit got 800 milligrams of sodium in it. You a whole new guy. No, nigga, <laughs> I've never... I've, I haven't ate ramen noodles since I was eight. Even in college, I didn't eat ramen noodles. <laughs> Okay. Do or don't support Boosie's noodles. No, it's not support. No, support your health. Don't, no, don't eat that shit. <laughs> so anyway, so Boosie says that. And then shortly after this, we have this magical interview that came out of Boosie on a red carpet with someone interviewing him. And this is where... He's at a radio station. Yeah, you always try to kill me when I say stop putting mics in front of certain people. <laughs> but, but add Boosie to the, to the list. She's, uh, she's asking him you know, about being Boosie. And he's, you could tell he's got his, like, thoughtful rapper face on. And this is why I like Boosie, because I feel like he's very genuine. I don't feel like he's putting on. I don't feel like he's... You could tell this nigga's really trying to concentrate and be articulate as possible. And she asked him, you know, if there's anything you could be doing that you would do different in life, what would it be? And Boosie says, <laughs> maybe not have so many kids with so many different women. Maybe, you know... <laughs> he said... skating the same woman. He said, you know, I would have just had him with the same woman, you know, like skeeted him in the same. <laughs> but it's the way he said skeeted him as if he was, you know, uh, I mean, how does he, one say the what, politically correct term? Uh, uh, skeeted. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand what people wanted from Boosie. And know. that's why I died laughing. Like this woman clearly didn't know who she was talking to. And then points to Boosie for him trying to find the correct medical you know, term of uh, what he was talking for. And the way he said skeeted, though, he was like, you know, uh, skeeted him. In this, and he was dead ass serious. I'm and sure that's he was. when I realized Boosie is a national treasure and we must protect him at all costs. Um, <laughs> which also brought me to my next topic. I was thinking about skeeting. In, um, <laughs> and have you, ever, have you ever thought about... Nope. Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. You never thought about birth control and how much we have to say about it? No, no, no. I wear condoms. Okay. <laughs> do you do you have any stance on 
uh, like abortion laws? I mean, I don't think that they should really be taking liberties with people, what people's decisions do with the bodies that is theirs. That's it. Okay, so here's and that's that's I what I was. Gov- I don't think the government should have any say so in that, but that's pretty much what the right. So the thing I thought about was there's so much controversy about um, women and their bodies and abortions and when they can do them, if they can do them, so on and so forth. And it's a big just thing. But I was thinking low key, somebody put it the best in one of my comments earlier. They said, why not just take the bullets out of the gun instead of hoping a vest works? And I was like, damn, that makes a lot of sense. I say that to say, if we destigmatize vasectomies for men, which are reversible. Who's where's the stigma on them? I think there is a stigma with vasectomies that a tell her to just go get fixed or tell her to go do whatever. Tell her to take the pill. Tell her to whatever. That's that's a stick. That's a thing. I feel like or I, I feel like niggas with kids made that up. That stigma. No, as a man, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men. This is our manhood we're talking about. We're talking about somebody snipping something in our manhood. Like so, as a man, mm. all that testosterone, all that like something. Like, think about a dog before it's, uh, like, a male dog before it's neutered, spay, whatever the hell it's called. I wouldn't know. Well, either way, it's just, like, you see how sad they get after they get snipped, and then you just, as a guy, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be. I know I know more men with vasectomies than I know women with their tubes are. Well, I'm sure guys would be more prone to tell you than women. I mean, I'm having sex with women, so I would hope they would be more prone to tell me. And that's the other thing, too. I thought, like, if I had a vasectomy, I'm not. Probably not. I def- but I'm just saying, I know more There's men. There's no reason for me to tell, really. I've met more men with vasectomies than I've... Like, I have probably like three or four homies right now that I know have vasectomies. Well, to, to what you were saying about is there a stigma, I think there is a stigma, though, because it's uh kind of like, in some people's mind, it would be emasculating or... You know, I don't think... There's no conversation had about it. We We watch TV and see a thousand commercials for birth control things, for new devices, for new whatever... Not once have we ever seen anything like saying, hey, go get a vasectomy. Have you ever seen that? Well, you can't pop pills for vasectomies. So, like, we can't. And the surgical part, that's the thing, too. Like, again, you're snipping on my nuts. How do you ever, have you ever, not that they would, not that they would, but that's the reason why there's stigma because there's no conversation about it. So, I think there is a bigger stigma on it. I think kind of the, I think lack of conversation would be that there is is an estate. I don't know. Like I don't know. I went three. I went three and a third decade without having kids, so I really don't. <laughs> well, the thing that I was thinking about was we really, really could control the whole. Not that that's what we're out for is control as men, but it seems that men make the laws and are in the positions that tell women what to do with their bodies. So, if they were smart, there would be a change. In what we're talking about, like, because for real, we have the power to just cut it all short. Like, we can make sure there are no children until we want the children. Nigga, wear a condom. I wear condoms. Condoms are trash, fam. That's hey, all right. Cool. We'll have your kids or a vasectomy or that. See what I'm saying? Problem solved. It's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not ever brought Bro, like that. Bro, like, like I don't. I think the the pushing condom shit. That's why niggas be having so many kids because they fucking suck, bro. Condoms suck. You can't feel shit. Nobody wants to wear a condom. Like, let's stop pretending that anybody would prefer to put a condom on rather than not put a condom on. You know what I would prefer less than having a condom on? But why when I could feel the sex and not have a kid? My nigga. <laughs> like, my nigga. 
I think we should in, a, in school I'm, I'm, we I'm should offer up the we it wouldn't be a bad idea to offer up the same way you say dental dam and I don't know who the fuck uses dental dams but like if you if you were taught that and you do hey more power to you have oh. you ever even heard of anyone using a dental dam yeah have you ever been involved with a dental dam no <laughs> I'm cool on anyway but you know there are cases where people have had kids via vasectomies yeah people have had them with rubbers so. Uh, mm, I don't know. I've done my fair share of not pulling out with rubbers on, and they break. Know. Nothing's nothing's foolproof. Like we we understand. How, how in your sexual career, how many broken condoms have you encountered? Too many. So you saying it's fifty fifty? It's not fifty fifty by oh, any okay. means, All but right, more man. than more than five. But and chances are you just dealing with holes of trash ass box. I'm really trying to think. Here. Yeah, that's what, exactly, exactly. I think this was very early on in my career. Bro, it's very where seldom I was, where I was like, <laughs> it's very seldom that I was you played had, them Durex games. Exactly, bro. <laughs> it's a problem. It's went, happened nonetheless. I went three and a third decade without having kids. So, well, anyway. You would never do it ever. You never get. Yo, a shout out, shout out to them skin joints. Yeah, see, they know the skin condoms. Yeah, is, is, they the illest. They thought they were slick because they put them in the gold wrapper too, but it's not. I don't know. I I just want ladies to stop letting niggas use uh magnum condoms on you. Stop. And that's that's where a lot of babies come y'all, from. Y'all too. deserve better. <laughs> y'all really deserve better. Magnum condoms are trash. Why is that, bro? What? First off, whatever that uh spermicide that they use on them, a smells horrendous. B dra- dries out the pussy completely. Just yo, you got seven minutes <laughs> to get loose in them before it is. Uh, this is Sahara, a, a, so. a hilarious conversation because I can't relate to anything you're saying. Like I'm realizing yeah. things about myself. Right right, right. Okay. <laughs> on this set, on this set, only fifty percent of us have children. On this set, you're damn right. Yeah. So with that being said, nah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna rock with these skin joints, cause they're not even latex. It's like a uh, like a polyurethane. Don't do me. Don't do me with the with all the nigga. I intentionally made my child, so there's that. It'd be different if I'm sitting out with accidental babies. Like nah, she was on purpose. Either which way, my nigga. And I couldn't have done that with a condom on. Okay, then what are we having a conversation about for sexual for? Because I just think it's interesting that uh, we why is that never offered up as the solution? Because you're to a fucking grown ass man. If you don't know to go have a vasectomy by now, then that's on you. But it's not talked about as much as abortion is talked about. Why? Who? How many? How often are you talking about abortions? Uh, do you not? You, you don't watch the news, huh? You know I don't. Well, I would like to know though. I want to stop watching. If that's the, if that's what you want, I don't have to watch the news. Quit watching the news. I just have to like be aware of the world around me. You don't even have to watch the news to know that abortion. Why is, is the world around you so abortion oriented? It's not, but it's an issue that our society deals with. It's a source of tension in this country. It's a thing. I don't know. I haven't had one abortion conversation in at least the past 20 years. Well, it's real. Um, I want to know what y'all think, though. Would you actually get a vasectomy? Um, and what is the stigma that's on vasectomies? Because it's the full, it's the best solution, I think. Knock yourself out. What's the end game, though? Why Why are people so concerned? Bro, I with, don't know. Why are you asking me questions about vasectomies? Because you have a podcast. Bro, I don't, I don't know what to And we're te- supposed to bro, have content only, to discuss. Bro, I can only. And be entertaining to I the people only, that watch us. I can only tell you about <laughs> me, bro. I can't. I don't do hypotheticals. I don't give a fuck about that other imaginary shit. 
I don't know what to tell you. I never knew that vasectomies had a stigma to them. I didn't know that every day you were having abortion conversations. For <laughs> what else I was doing this every like, day? <laughs> I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have not had an abortion conversation since the law passed in Alabama with that goofy shit. I don't, I just, it, for, I really think that you're making it up. <laughs> oh. On the high. <laughs> and also, I thought, um, well, when you have a trash co-parent, these are thoughts you think. Nigga, then just um, say that then. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was thinking, like, I do want more kids. Um, and then I was just thinking, like, man, what if I just froze the uh, the DNA sample, you know, for whenever I want kids? And I thought, damn, why don't more people do that? Because I know it's, it probably costs money, but it's not as expensive as you think. I think uh, it was like a thousand dollar setup fee and seventy five dollars a month after that. You said it was what? Like a thousand dollar setup fee, and like seventy five dollars a month after that. Do you think that's steep to be able to Nigga, buy condoms? Just buy condoms. Buy condoms. So you'd rather have yes. sex with yes. condoms every time than, bro, <clears throat> than <clears throat> feel <throat> sex. Once you. I've had my fair share of nuts busted with a condom on. I've gone too far out into the wild, man. I've, uh, <laughs> just say your dick don't work in condoms. Just say that, fam. Like, <laughs> Watch out. Bro, just say that. I got. <laughs> I know some niggas with some Bluetooth for you. We joke, we joke, we joke. But everybody that's, I'm not. you know, practice safe sex for sure. <laughs> Definitely practice safe sex. But I just think, man. That uh, that sperm bank. That's a that's kind of an ill. Do you know anybody that's done that? No, nigga, I don't know no idiots. We need, we need richer <laughs> friends. What, what? You're an idiot for freezing your your it, semen. Why? No, why? Why are you doing that? What purpose does that serve? Because you can plan exactly with who you want to have a you, child. You know who else does that? Responsible and adults. You can plan exactly when. Bro, responsible adults have done that for many many years. I'm probably not a byproduct of that, but other exactly. And that's the irony of this is like you say this, but. 75% of the people watching this shit exist not because so somebody's that's, that's empirical data that you have bro come on like we gotta be realistic like you just made up a number <laughs> you said we I'm, I'm guessing at least 75% of the people watching this their uh, parents weren't like yo okay it's time let's make this baby no it like was on but some, you just said that you did it's on some yeah I did okay then so it happens it does happen, but I don't think it's the majority that intentionally make their kid when they want it. It's like, right. we're going to just have sex and I, if we have a kid. I, to, I think you're dope enough to I have a kid. I want you to hold on to that for the next time you say some goofy shit like, uh, we have to wait until we get all the facts. I want you to remember this whole like number you just made up. I didn't say that it's a fact. I said, I'm guessing that's about right. All right. I never said it was a fact. But I think that, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you can't see the appeal in being able to pick exactly when with exactly who. Oh, wow. So... Um, I did not know that in some cases you can't have your Tuesday without consent of your spouse. You can't. Is this like in certain states or what is that? I don't know. This is somebody's actual. And that's experience. that's the that's another testimony against marriage. Uh, that's insane. But <laughs> said the man that was engaged. Says the man is not married, my nigga. Like, <laughs> who are you talking about? I'm not married. <laughs> um. But the reason why I say that, too, is you might have somebody that you're thinking like, yo, I could definitely see myself having a kid with you. But there's a whole nother level of like I've research. Never, I've never looked at anybody like that. I'm sure. 
But there's a whole nother level of research that takes place after that point that I think that if you have your uh, sperm bank just chilling with the kid there, boom, whatever. Who's um, paying you for this? Who's paying me for what? This commercial for sperm bank. Can I have, can I think? Why is it a commercial? Knock yourself out. Who else is giving them this content? What other podcast has ever talked about this shit? And I know I'm not the only person that thought of this before. Sound off. Am I Am I just completely in left field by... Sperm banks exist, right? I just, This is just a real... Like, I, I just really want to know how we even got here. I'm really mystified about it's this. It's a podcast. No, because when we sat down, you didn't even make mention of this. So now I'm trying to figure out how we're leading off the show with this. The name of this show has the word vasectomy <laughs> once again nick which is something else i didn't see until you didn't mention made no mention of this so i really want you to get to what the fuck you're actually trying to get at and say because i really am mystified how we got here because this is what you led with and you didn't tell me about it so the name of the show the br- title has vasectomy nigga you just heard what i said don't, don't do that like you didn't fucking just hear me well I just think that it's interesting we don't talk about it enough. Like, there's sperm banks. The purpose of a sperm bank is... Why does this mean so much to you? I don't know. I just thought about it. What am I supposed to talk about? I don't know. I'm saying you didn't say anything to me about this. You literally led the show with this. I caught you off guard. No, you didn't catch me. With the sperm bank conversation? Bro, you made no... First off, quit. (laughs) All right, bro. All right. right. Nah, go off. Go off. (laughs) Go off. Why don't you want to talk about sperm? Bro, I don't give a fuck about talking about it, but I don't understand why this means so much to you because I'm mystified. I don't think it means a lot to me. Because only you, only you between the two of us, have thought about this at all. I place no thought process. I've never cared this much so on so forth. So I'm saying I would never just bring nothing up like this and expound on it this much if I didn't have a basis or a reason why it meant this much to me. So that's I told you. To- I told you. I'm dealing with. A difficult co-parent. Oh, well, get more into that then. I already told you that. Then get more into that. <laughs> because I, I was really... going there. That's what I'm nah, trying to explain nah, don't to go, you. Don't go there. Be there. <laughs> so, like I was saying, there comes a point in uh, where you're like, all right, cool. I can have a kid with this person. Like, you know, if we had a kid, whatever, cool. I think you're dope. We'll work it out. It's going to be tight. I think a lot of people, when you're making kids, you might get to that point. Or whenever you're like, yeah, let's get married. The married part. Marriage before having kids. Uh, that's a bigger thing, bigger test before. But if you have the sperm bank, I think it would change the dynamic of marriage as well. Because you can do all your research and your data or whatever that you would do otherwise. Like you can check background history. You can check all that before having the kid. Whereas <laughs> a lot of people just have kids and they haven't done all that research. And that's all I'm saying. So basically you're saying that if you could have done more research you would just had a kid later uh in my particular circumstance to make the kid that i have now i'd probably wind up doing the same exact thing i just take different steps knowing how nuts (laughs) the other person was i would have prepped myself better like it would have been a restraining order in place like soon as she can see bro this just just seemed like somebody you should just not been having sex with that's the guy yeah but that's yeah exactly and if you had your uh, your sperm just frozen somewhere, like you can figure that out and be like, oh, not going to give, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like a process. That's it. I'm thinking future thoughts, bro. Come on. So are you going to get one or no? Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, get one. Oh, you're saying I'm going to get a vasectomy? I, I don't know. I'm doing research on it now, but I'm probably. Nigga, we just did half an hour for some shit you weren't even going to do. I might. Yo, what? vasectomy gang, sound What's off in the comments. What's next? <laughs> sound off in the comments. Just, you just, you just sung the merits of vasectomies for you to be so. Oh no. I was trying to have an engaging conversation with you, man. Bro, you are, first off, you already know anything pertaining to kids is not the way to engage me having a conversation. Well, we got a podcast to do, bro. I'm just saying, you said engaging conversation and nothing about kids and me. Vasectomy gang, sound off in the comments. It's only one person <laughs> watching this show right now that I know has a vasectomy. Vasectomy gang, that is a fucking insane gang to be in. That's, that's probably some wild niggas, though. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing this with you, my nigga. I'm Yo, vasectomy niggas probably go up, dog. Like, if you really think about it, they out here living crazy. No, niggas still be having kids with vasectomy. Well, you can still nigga. have AIDS. Like, so that's like we have this conversation and we're joking, but like, you can definitely still catch STD. So don't get too wild with vasectomies. But so you still, <laughs> so you still need condoms, my nigga. No, man, I'm not saying. Look, all right, all right. if I get a vasectomy. That doesn't mean I'm out here rawing everything I come Bro, across. You just, you just argue for the raw, for the rawing. I'm talking about I'm talking about unprotected sex with the woman I'm in a committed relationship with. Like just because you get a vasectomy doesn't mean automatically you're having sex with everything moving. It just means the timing of when you make a child with this person or you could make a child with this person drastically changes because now you intentionally have to like go through a procedure to make a person. That's all I'm saying. All right, so I want to hear your next segue because you definitely fucked up what we talked about. So I'm definitely about to see how you about to, and you better go straight back up to that original A block. <laughs> what is this A block? <laughs> the original, top, the lead off topic. I need you to go. Uh, what, what are you talking about? Whatever. This there was no A block. We did not leave. We were not intending to leave the show with vasectomy. So That's what I got. <laughs> all right, so if you were to get a vasectomy and freeze your uh, specimen and then decidedly make your child you can make it with someone who's very athletic ah, yeah nigga now what you might make the next Patrick Mahomes what's up go, go ahead what do you want me to say about Patrick Mahomes my nigga? we're back into the Chiefs A blocks right we're, we're here now what I gave you Patrick Mahomes let's roll we didn't talk about Patrick Mahomes either before like, we're what talking you... about the Chiefs we're talking about the Super Bowl all right, well, are you ready to admit that Jay-Z's first year with the NFL is a failure? Yo, the people just saw how cold that segue was. You see the hearts going up? They feed me. Bro, they were harding somebody to say, pull out my nigga. <laughs> Yo, anyway, um, what are you saying about Jay-Z and the NFL? What happened? Are you ready to admit that the first year was a failure? Uh, no, I'm not, because I just watched the ad by the NFL about a guy. The whole 30-second joint was about him. Uh, fighting an NFL player fighting for justice for his slain cousin who was black, uh, killed by the police. And then at the end, the NFL emblem is up there. And the whole commercial is an NFL player talking about police brutality. And on the end, NFL logo. I feel like if there's uh, an objective of why Jay Z was, you know, for the surface reasons, I feel like we're watching it kind of come to fruition because prior to Jay Z, I didn't see them doing shit like that. Nigga, they had a whole team of athletes that was already doing that. Again, I did not see NFL endorsed commercials speaking out against police brutality. Why did they need Jay-Z to do that when they already had advocates? Did they players? do it prior to Jay-Z? But I'm asking, they already had players that were advocating for the same thing. Nevertheless, they did and not run a Super Bowl ad. You know, they, they made sure these people <laughs> couldn't work anymore. 
there's several players that no longer work anymore. That Antonio has nothing Cor- to do. You Antonio said, Cormardi. what was your question initially? Am I ready to admit that Jay-Z's first year was a failure? Bro, if that's the stance that you're going to take, which is teetering on some borderline coon shit. Nigga. What's cooning by me Bro, not feeling they, that Jay-Z's first so, year was okay. a failure because right. I now see a manifestation right, of what Jay-Z said he was setting out to do. Let's start with this. When did you see that commercial? I just saw a clip probably uh, two days ago. The season started back in August. So it literally took six months for a 30-second commercial, my nigga? Let's Let's just start with that. Yeah, it took six months. What's your point? That's that's what we that's what we waited on. So Who waited mention, on anything? All I know is now we, when the Super Bowl airs, there will well, be a commercial we, speaking out against police we, brutality. We waited because you said that we need to wait until we see everything. Well, I was never waiting. I was never critical that, Jay Z police. These are your these are your words. These are your this is what you said when you said that. Well, we we'll have to wait and see. Assuming play, so. assuming that I was critical of Jay Z's interaction with the NFL to begin with, I would have to wait before being critical. Is what I said. That's what I was. You didn't say all that assuming shit, but all right, cool. Well, I should I, I, I should have said that. That's that's my stance. I did. I've never been so engaged on why Jay did what. I, I never was critical of it. I believe my stance is if a black man takes a step forward to help anybody, even if he's just helping himself, but it by default helps other motherfuckers in the process. I ain't got shit to say because it's better than someone who's doing nothing. So let me get this straight. So who did it help? Again, it is putting police brutality on the forefront on the biggest. TV night that we have. So what? So what about these athletes that were employed by the NFL? What were they there to do? It doesn't matter. That's a separate thing. I'm what, talking what about mean, one no, thing. What do you mean it doesn't matter? How does it not matter? How, what does it have to do with Jay Z? So sports? why did they have to employ him, but they had to make sure that other people lost their jobs? Because what do you want me to say, nigga? They're they're crooked. They're corrupt. But that doesn't change the fact a commercial will run on the NFL Super Bowl addressing police brutality. And you think that and that's his doing? I don't know. But it didn't happen prior to Jay Z, so deductive reasoning makes me no. Think it very much so happened. That's what I'm telling you. They did not run ads. They didn't run commercials addressing police brutality directly during the Super Bowl. Tell me what commercial they ran ever on the Super Bowl. So let me get this straight. So are you denying Eric Reed? Are you denying Colin Kaepernick? Are you denying Antonio Cromartie? Are you denying How are you getting that? I said, but they I'm never asking, ran a commercial. But I'm asking. So when does the I, NFL run an, a commercial? No, answer my question. What is that? Why did they have? What about that when they had already had people implemented, the people that are already employed by them? You're talking about when they had players who were being uh, vocal about injustices. Yeah, yeah. What's the... Those are two separate things. So why – so no, delve deeper. What you're talking about is players who took a political stance and were vocal about injustices happening to black people versus – So why do we need the commercial when we already had – no one I didn't say anything about that. I just said you talking about players that were um activists. I'm talking about a commercial airing during the NFL. Two they can both coexist at the same time. But they don't. They But what what, but Jay-Z's job was for diversity, correct? Uh that's what it was presented to us as. But they don't. They don't coexist. But that was his job. Was they're co- coexisting. They're coexisting. No, they don't. They're well. It's not coexisting. It's uh, it's working under the terms of the NFL. It is the NFL. It's a corporation whose job it is to make a bunch of money. Nigga, get the fuck. That's not coexisting. 
I didn't say it's coexisting. I'm you just saying, said they can coexist, and you said, well, it doesn't. It, no, it doesn't coexist. It doesn't coexist, but there's some sort of acknowledgement happening, but under their rules. I didn't say it was right or wrong. I'm just saying uh, players being um, activists is not the same as an NFL commercial backed by the NFL during the Super Bowl. Not one's what? better, not one's less. You do They're realize, two separate things. You do realize two of the players that were kneeling were in the Super Bowl. The NFL is going to come in and say, look, you niggas want to do what you want to do. If you want to do it, we got to tell you how you do it. That's what you signed up for when you play in the NFL. So I don't know, like, what's befuddling you about this. Like, nigga, it's the NFL. But your initial question was Jay-Z's first year and being so a that's, So that alone made it a success? Didn't right. say it was. But that's my question. You said no. I don't think said, it was a failure. I don't think it was, so it was a success. A I don't know. I don't know what we've been gauging it. What, what were we gauging his Well, I mean, his, initially he – uh, they did the whole uh, whatever the clothing line was that funded that random woman that was cutting off black people's hair. The, I I don't don't really know one way or the other. I'm just, I'm just glad there's a commercial that's going to run during the Super Bowl and address police brutality. All right, what you got next? That doesn't mean I can't be acting in my community. That doesn't mean that everybody watching this can't go do something in their community. That doesn't mean that every NFL player that's playing can go and protest and do their own shit. They can do all that too. Yeah. So why do we have to watch Jennifer Lopez, Demi Lovato, and Shakira perform at the halftime show? Bro, it's the NFL, man. I don't know. That's just, his job, just, my nigga. That is his job. That is what they told us his job was. Jay Z's not my savior or a nigga that I'm looking but for I'm to just do telling anything to make was. me happy. But you do also realize on the show that you were also towing the line that oh, we just had to wait and see. Da, 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 da. So it wasn't. Uh, I'm not gonna saying, just. I'm not gonna just jump in and saying, kill the man with no information about. I don't know what his uh prop. First off, it's hard for me to give a shit about somebody's promises to me when I don't expect shit from them anyway. Nigga, you're, you're a nigga who doesn't care about politics. You know exactly what I'm saying. Just as much as you give a shit about what Trump might pro promise us, you don't give a fuck. Like, it's not for me anyway. I'm me. I take care of me. I'm me. So I, I never looked at Jay-Z stepping into the NFL like, oh, now he's in, he's in a, a realm that I give a shit about. And now he's going to represent me more in this realm. But you argue me, you argue me down when I said, yo, this is some bullshit. I say, you can't say it's, I don't know what your standards are. So maybe I should have asked you, what is your standard? I just said, just flat out. It's bullshit. I said that the NFL has been a entity that has operated for a hundred years and they're very much so aware of what they do and do not do. Uh, I just, it's so just, why is it now? Let me ask you this then. Why is it now that we will be having a commercial during the, bro, the I don't, Super Bowl? For the life of me, I don't know. Because it doesn't make sense. Because why do you feel we have to have a commercial when you when we already had? You I think they were so already you don't they want were, the commercial. You said what? So do you not want them to do the commercial, bro? I don't want to be pandered to. I don't like being pandered to. Okay. I don't like being pandered to. Your offense of being uh, pandered to does that outweigh the forward step of there being acknowledgement bro, by the NFL during the Super Bowl? Bro, You're, you can be pandered to, and it's not a forward step. Like it's not there. So you think this is going to do more harm than good? I don't think it's going to do anything because they know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Exactly why six black head coaches lost their jobs and were replaced by people that had no real. Most we can acknowledge that as at the same. So I'm saying we can still acknowledge they're fucking up and still celebrate a forward step. Bro, you're not. No, 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 no. Police brutality. I'm not doing that shit. That's dumb as fuck. How? So I'm going to say that. Hey, yo, like y'all still. 
Y'all still fuck y'all still fucking up. Y'all still shitting on blah blah blah. But hey, thank you for giving up. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Because at the end of the day, what is what is a slap in the face? It's still a slap in the face. Just because you shook my hand with the other hand, don't mean that you still didn't just slap me in the face. Mm, I guess I just don't. I just don't take it that personal. I'd be glad to see that that's running during the in, uh during the Super Bowl. But as far as Jay's concerned, I don't know. I no, he's done nothing to make me feel his year has been a failure because I didn't go into it thinking that he owed me anything or what. I'm his, just saying you measure. I don't. Okay. I was measuring him against. I, I feel what you, was I measuring well, against? you was, obviously he was measuring against because I said it was bullshit. And he was like, no, 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 no. no just nothing was done yet for it to be bullshit. Nothing's been done yet. I just told you there was a commercial during the Super Bowl. All right, How was that nothing? All right. They hadn't done it prior to Jay-Z. Now they're doing it. Bro, they're a 100-year-old institution. In all those years. Bro, it wasn't just, done before Jay-Z. Now bro, they're doing it. They just, <laughs> to show you, they literally just fired six black head coaches, and they hired a dude that was a wide receivers coach from one of the teams that had one of the worst passing attacks in the league. He got a job before somebody that coached the MVP, a black man that coached the MVP. And that's wrong. There's Say there's two fires in your house, right? Both of them are hot. Okay. Both of them burn your house down. Say are you not, are you not going to feel house. a sense of relief when one of the motherfuckers get put out? No, because your house is still on fire. If you put one out, then you can go stop the other one. Like, you you just gonna sit there and be mad? There's too far and not do shit about like something's happening. There's something really going be told, on. Really, should be told. And now, honestly, I just leave. Just like probably most of these. Like fuck this house. But I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't no, just be like fuck this house. No, like if you let me finish, like most of those players should do, considering that the league is legitimately 70, 75 percent black. I mean, that's a point that we've been made and we've seen. I, I guess I don't get that tied into it because I don't expect shit from anybody. Like, and I don't say that like people owe me anything, but I don't expect. I expect people to do as good as they can do. And if they were intelligent enough and, and had the foresight to understand this, it would happen. It's not going to happen. It hasn't happened because here we are. All right. So I can't I can't be upset about it. I think Jay-Z's first year was a success. That's 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 my statement. My stance is was Jay-Z's first year in the NFL a success based on this commercial. Yes or no, nigga. Just Bowl. say yes or no. Don't put no yes. caveats on it. Just say yes. No, because don't put no, don't, if, don't if put no extras on it. Don't put no, back, no, 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 don't put no extras on it, nigga. Yes I or had, no. I just had to explain a previous statement because I didn't clarify. So I'm going to say this one clearly based on a Super Bowl commercial addressing police brutality. If Jay-Z has something to do with it, yes. All right. That's my that's my take on it. Um, Have you been to Miami before? No. You've never been to Miami? I heard it's overrated. Miami is expensive as shit. I definitely heard that too. Make sure that y'all handle your responsibilities before going. Um, what we got here? There was a. I didn't really want to talk about this too much. Uh, I can save it for later. Miami versus the Bay. We playing the 49ers. What'd you just skip? Because chances are it probably made sense to go right there. Was it football related? No. Okay. No. So Kansas City versus the Bay. Kansas City versus the Bay. Uh. The funniest thing I've seen about this so far, it's not funny at all, but it's it's funny if you're part of the culture. <laughs> Somebody said, yo, nigga, we owe y'all for Mac Dre. <laughs> it's, not funny. it's not funny, but like it's just a bizarre crossover of of all kind of shit. Cause we're sister, we're like twin cities, low-key. Niggas from here really feel like they're from the bay. Um and then I seen another one that said we're gonna lose because we, uh, the native ancestors, 
What social media do you be on? Bro, I'm in my own pocket. But the fact we still use the Chiefs logo, I think if we win this Super Bowl, let's change that shit. I think that might have been why it took us 50 years. No, the Redskins won something in the 80s, so and that's definitely more offensive than the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but some native writer wrote this whole article about it, and I was like, damn, what if that's it? So, yeah, um, 49ers versus Kansas City. Um, are we going to get a Tech 9 E40 halftime show? No, I just told you who was going to perform. Would you have? Would you have? No. You, you think that no. could have happened? No, I wouldn't want to see it. No. I want to see E40 at the halftime show, bro. Maybe like, that. I can do without that. <laughs> that would have been hard. I can do without the other half. Uh, E40 Janelle Monae halftime show. That would have been lit. No, and that that actually could work. Not, no, I mean, not because no, it's two no, artists, no. but Janelle Monae is Super Bowl level. For sure. I could take Janelle. I can't take the two of them. I don't know how that would work. Exactly. It'd be just as bad as Travis Scott and Maroon 5. Fuck it. Mash it up together. Nah, I'll just be happy nah, as two black not. people at the halftime show. See, that's what I'm saying, bro. You can't fucking complain. Just take it. Progress, nigga. Progress. We just take it, bro. Just take it. I'm not going to nitpick bro, how much on. it don't mesh. Do that. Don't do I don't that. care I'm how not, much I'm it not about mesh. To do that with you. I don't care how much it mesh. Just let it let don't it be cool. I'm not just doing anything just for the sake of doing it. That's dumb. Okay. So if I had the option to see the halftime show we have now or have a qualm about when's the last Janelle Monáe and E40 not meshing. Anyway, I've never watched a halftime show. You just referenced Travis Scott and Maroon 5. Wasn't that the last year's show? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Well, either way, if I saw Janelle Monáe and E40, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? I need to see what I have to hear. The last time on. the last time I looked at a halftime show, halftime show was I was making something to eat, and uh, I saw Missy Elliott was on TV. I was like, oh, I should Missy on, and I turned back and went back to doing what I was doing. Didn't they wind up like ruining that with Katy Perry? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I have not watched a legitimate halftime show in ever. Um, there was something else you were saying before that, though. Uh, oh, this is weird because we already had Kansas City versus the Bay when the Royals lost to the San Francisco Giants. So it was kind of weird. Yeah, this um, it was an exciting night, though. The energy in the city was crazy. Uh, it was unfortunate in some places. Yeah, uh, and it's wild because they really just tried to shine light on one place, but that's trash considering that Parent White was acting a fucking fool. Did anybody die down there? Where Parent White? Yeah, I don't know. Um the the crazy thing about <clears throat> about that first off, condolences to anybody that was hurt or killed in that incident. Um, and I hate to hear that. Um. I've seen some pretty insane takeaways from it. A lot of people, when certain shit happens, it's just like people start blaming each other and all that shit. It's, it's real weird to me because um, that's really not the time to be blaming people. Um, but one of the more interesting narratives that I not just heard with this one, but I hear every time there's a shooting at a black club or something happens in a yeah, urban this, area. <laughs> this is why we don't go out. Young niggas, can't have, we can't have nothing. What else? That's pretty much the only two. Yeah, but like that's exactly what it is, though. There's this sentiment that automatically pops up. There's a shooting at a club that plays a lot of hip hop music and black people go to. It's automatically we. It's automatically we can't have shit. It's automatically that's why I don't go out because we don't know how to act. And then uh, it made me pose this question. Who the fuck is we? 
Do you know who he is, DJ Hockey? Typically, the people that are saying that are probably the worst qualified people to interject on anything. What do you mean by that? The whole, this is why I don't go out crowd. Nobody asked you. We don't give a fuck. Stay home. Because you don't be out. Right. You really don't be outside anyway. So, miss us with that. So, it's kind of like a condescending looking down on motherfuckers for going to the ratchet clubs, which we both frequent the ratchet clubs. Uh, I only go to the ratchet clubs. I've never been. I've chilled a lot, though, because. I've never been to Parent White. Even when I'm out of town, I don't go to the top 40 clubs. Take it to the hood. Here's what I can say. I can say this before I get into what I'm about to get into. I don't go to the ratchet clubs because the chances of a shooting and stupid shit happening are far greater than being in a non-ratchet club. Boom. Cool. That's fucking logic. But this we shit, once again. Is that logic? Yes, it's logic. All right. If I'm going somewhere where I know people aren't going to be patted down, where... Uh, let me Well, first off, let's stop there, because the incident that you're referring to happened outside. No, 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 no. I am not uh, by uh, any means referring to pat downs based on this incident at all. And so I, let's clear that on. up. You said what now? What about not being patted down? I'm saying I don't go to clubs where they don't pat you down. That's logic. Then... Okay. And you know that's typically more indicative of top 40 clubs than urban. I don't go to top 40 clubs. Okay. I don't go to clubs where I'll be in lounges cooling. That's what I'm saying. I go I, mean, I go, I go, to a place where it's do, turned down. It's you also realize down. it's urban lounges as well, right? But if it's turned down, that's different than where I know niggas are just strapped I've seen, that type of environment. I've, I've seen a video game establishment get shot up locally. Yeah. So. That can happen. I'm not saying that there's not an anomaly, but you know the vibes, bro. You know where you want your pistol in the car, or do you want it on you? I don't know. I also haven't been a witness to much. <clears throat> Typically, I think that when you talk about stigma, I kind of think that's the stigma that living here is done. Nevertheless, because most of the money, it's, it's most how, of the money that I've made DJing has been in uh, urban sectors, and it's not as prevalent as they try to make it seem. But okay. Yeah, that's fine. But nevertheless, it's a real thing. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not discrediting or saying that there's not an issue with gun violence at all. But the thing is this we shit. The we shit bothers me because it turns into this thing of like uh it is a community problem from the stance of we as a community are going to the same club. Right? But the one motherfucker who took an L and when shot everybody up or got drunk and whatever the case is, how does that become we? Uh, I mean, I don't get any, but once again, I, I okay, well, I think you're stating from the black community being saying that amongst the black back into the black community. Because, I'm assuming that's what you're referring to. Well, all right, check this out. When a white guy shoots up everybody in Vegas, that's why I'm asking you. He's called a lone wolf. That's what I'm asking you. So you're talking. About, why are you talking it, about when white people say that about us, or when you saying when black people say that about? Here's us? the ironic part about it: we're saying the same shit white people say about us when we do this. When we say we can't act right, we can't. Why am I fucking taking on the brunt of a murderer? Nigga, are you gonna make me ask this question a third time? What question? I'm saying, are you ta- are you referring to when white people say that about us? It's one in the same, is what I'm telling well, you. Well, once again, you already know what I'm gonna say white people are gonna say that shit because that's just their mo so it's so, goofy when we're doing the same shit so the answer to my question was you're referring to when black people say it yes okay okay go, and go that's ahead. and that's the thing and we should have more insight especially as the people that understand no we're not all the same no we're not all murderers no we're not all. Yeah. so if you fucking know that why do you get to talking that we shit whenever one nigga does something stupid okay and that's and that's what i'm i'm reading all through the timeline when this type of thing happens it's all we can't act right we can't have when you say we 
Are you referring to your fellow murderers? Are you referring to your fellow criminals, your fellow, oh, like if you're not one of them, then what the fuck are you talking about, G? Just be like, yo, that was fucked up. Like, talk to your cousin. Check your wild homie. Like, that's the conversation that needs to be had, not we. Ain't no fucking we. Those people who got shot in line wasn't a part of a we. They was just trying to have fun. They was trying to live their life and be cool. So it's like this, I don't know, man. It just, it, it reeks of like self-hatred when I see that we shit. Because it's like you are reinforcing. Think about, think about racist people who watch your timeline and you sitting up talking about how we can't. They're like, yes, none of you motherfuckers can because y'all are all violent and crazy. And he just said it. See, see, you become the token. You become the like, see, they'll even tell you themselves. <laughs> like, don't fucking do that shit. And that's why it always irks me, though, because I just see this and I'm like, this isn't a we situation. This is they figured out they'll hit you with lone wolf shooter all the time. But we hear about one nigga shot up a hip hop establishment or an urban establishment. And we act like we drove the fucking getaway car. No, we didn't. Like that was that nigga. What's your what's your what's your take on this? Because I know you saw the same shit on your timeline. Not really, because them the type of people that I really don't like. The only downside I can really say as far as my timeline is when that happens in urban spaces that y'all niggas got to quit sharing that shit because you were doing you're doing the opposite sides work. You're doing the opposition's work. That's that's probably the only qualm I had with my timeline. The people that use we, we, we are not necessarily self-hate. They're just typically probably not the most educated people. Well, that's so, why I just said everything I said. I hope. But I'm saying that, that can not, resonate but, in a different saying, way. Yeah, I feel you. But I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Typically, it's not an issue of self hate. They just don't know any better. They typically are just not the brightest people. But so, now you do. Like I don't, I don't. I, like I've explained this to people when they they try to argue this shit with me. I'm like, what is it to argue? I mean, maybe they've never been shown another way. Oh, <laughs> I've been sarcastic as fuck because that was dumb as hell. <laughs> no, that makes sense. No, they're just not educated. They they. That's is that simple. So with that being said, I mean, they just and they want to be heard. They like this is their time to get there. Every and it's like a yeah. sneaking a sucker punch into me. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like there's a tragedy happening. And, 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 and hold on, here's the other part. It's a hater move. Why you say it's a hater move? It's a hater move. Like it's on some like, cause you ran the house typically, and nobody, the people typically saying it, nobody. This be clear. Nobody gives a fuck about you outside of whoever's related to you. Like nobody matters. You don't matter in the grand scheme of things. You just matter in whatever little. Like you want acceptance. You want to be like this is your turn to be a part of a different in crowd. That's that just you not, yeah, that's up. just not the shit. To but say. the other goofy thing is, is that once again, you're they're so want to jump on that bandwagon. But it was Soul Cantina had a whole issue. Uh, Parent White had an issue. So it's but it's easy to jump on this bandwagon. Yeah, um, we got to do better on many fronts. And when I say we, you know what I mean? I mean the collective, yes, we. But it's got to be, uh, if somebody's not not upholding something that we as a culture uphold or, or values or principles, then you pull that motherfucker out and that's what you address. That's what you handle. But, like, you don't say, yo, we all some crazy, you know what I mean? Like, it just <laughs> it, it just, just looks too goofy. And it doesn't, It once again, it Sounds like infighting. There's a lack of structure, clearly, because if we have to do better by policing and whatever ourselves, then do that. Don't start with the we propaganda shit. Just check the shit, handle the shit, like move accordingly. But I don't know. I thought that was weird. But speaking about football and guns, 
this Aaron Hernandez documentary. Have you seen this on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Watched it uh, yesterday or something like that. I'm gonna <sighs> watch that Saturday. I feel like I might watch that Saturday. Yo, I didn't know really anything about that. Uh, I knew there was a football player that murdered somebody, went to jail. But I didn't know like all the. I guess that's why they made a documentary about it. But shit, yeah, um, that was wild, dude. And it's a lot of layers to that shit. It's a lot of layers to it. I've seen a lot of people saying they felt bad for him. To that, I say fuck out of here. Um, I see a lot of people saying, "Yo, this is a serious look into CTE." Um, for those that aren't aware, that's a concussion syndrome basically some some injury that football players get that affects your brain basically it's from your i forget it's a catastrophic some something i forget what it's stands for but essentially it comes from um just suffering a lot of concussions and concussions typically a brain a brain bruise from your skull and your brain ran it run into your skull basically right and with that i i can completely uh agree as someone who's played football before, I'm pretty sure I've had a concussion. Um, I've gotten concussions just working at the shop before. Like, <laughs> but I get that's a real Bro, thing. Put you in the head with a tire. No, I didn't. I, I hit my head on something else. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> the irony. Yeah, but it's a crazy special. Um. And I mean, it touched on so many things. It touched on uh, homosexuality in the NFL and people uh, covering for their sexuality with like what they consider ultra macho things. It touched on our obsession as Americans with athletes and that they can do no wrong and uh, violent sports and all kind of shit. Uh, overall, good documentary. I just I didn't know how to feel at the end of that one. I mean, how did you feel? Or you're just devoid of feeling? Kind of, bro. It's like a ride. It was so many little things because the family of the murdered guy really received no justice. I mean, kind of, but not really. Are we talk- what are we just- are we discussing the totality of the documentary or, or where are we? The family that whose relative was murdered, the football player. Mm-hmm. I'm saying specifically like they didn't really receive justice in that circumstance. Um, the other two guys that he killed, he got off with, and you're kind of just stuck looking like, well, wow, celebrity is a motherfucker. You think it was celebrity? It was absolutely celebrity. You don't think that their star witness was somebody that they had on tape going into a bar, emptying a whole magazine, or the fact that he had a. Ratchet. Who do they have? Oh, you talking about the dude with the glass the, eye? The dude, yeah, the Uncle Ruckus looking dude. Mm, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of a trip. That was kind of a trip. Uh, do you think that he did it? Uh, I don't feel uh, I I low key feel like he did not. I feel like he probably was there for the first one, but I don't necessarily think that he was somebody. Well, first and foremost, they never recovered the murder weapon, and they really didn't have a motive as to why he would have done it. Why Aaron Hernandez would have done it? Yeah. Well, he had a history of snapping for nothing. Well, he also got off on the second case because they tried to make it seem like he was a loose cannon. And they found several people that just saw him uh, less than an hour previous to when the double homicide would have taken place. And they said, no, he's fine. He's like, he took pictures with me and so on and so forth. But he's a sociopath, too. 
I mean, what do you want me to keep arguing? I'm, I'm telling you how he got off. The so same, the, same, the same things that you're trying to say is why you think he would have done it were the opposite of what they were able to make reasonable doubt as to why he got off. And, and I, I think, also think that he had a trash lawyer in his first case versus the second one. Right. And I think that's what what pissed me off the most was they showed that the lawyer that he had in his second case was the same. Better. Well, it was the same lawyer who got uh, was it Casey Anthony mm -hmm. got Casey Anthony off for murdering her child. So that already had me like some fuck shit so i don't know it's a crazy documentary though if you haven't seen it definitely check out that aaron hernandez joint um it was kind of and i also think they tried they uh to, to me i wouldn't be surprised if we found out somewhere down the line that the nfl put money behind it because they also kept trying to make it seem like he was a drug addict and abuser slash dealer but the, all they were talking about was weed <laughs> no, but they kept, what, but they used the term. No, they kept. Well, yeah, they said dr drugs, 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 and they drugs. kept showing but, little nugs on but the table. But the only drug yeah. that when they would say something specifically was either marijuana or I think it was Andorra or whatever the uh, the pain medication that he got from the team was. But they, they never was like, oh, he was popping ecstasy or this and that third. So it was just kind of weird. Yeah, um, and I didn't like the fact that they tried to draw up that uh, homosexual angle when they really didn't have anything to base it on. Like they really well, they had a dude that he used to fool with. So they say. Nobody else attested to any of this but this guy. What about the the player that uh, the white dude that said he was gay playing in the NFL? Did him they and no, they no, he was just another gay guy. That's he that's not funny. another. He was just a gay guy. They had two gay guys that had no interaction besides one of them played on the team with Aaron Hernandez, but they didn't have any kind of homosexual interactions or anything like that or mm -hmm. sexual interaction i should say they didn't have any interactions except they played on the same team together. you think his boy was just doing it for clout nothing his brother him. sold him out in a book so i think some i think something was up there because also if you listen to how he talked about uh talked about gay people or trans people it was just off and just it sounded funny it just sounded like like a cover for something it was weird. Or he could have just been actually homophobic. Mm. Just because you're homophobic is not a cover up for you being homosexual. He could just be, he just could have been homophobic. The brother writing the book is wild, though. Yeah. And I also said that, yeah. So everybody that said something about his homos the homosexuality has something to gain from it. Right. So I just thought it was kind of an odd documentary. And I kind of, I just feel, hmm. I feel like it was borderline a way for the NFL to try and be like, that's why we had a, murder, a murderer amongst us. Right, it's like we're we're spin. squeaky clean. and We didn't know that he had this issue, this brain issue, so on and so forth. And they really drove it home with the concussions aren't that bad of a thing and this the NFL pads are safe now. And yeah, It was just odd. It the time odd. is kind of crazy, too. I'm like, I, I, Yeah, I really wonder, like, what was the timing about? Why did this come out now? And why was the ending? And no, I, to be honest with you, I could, don't really feel like people cared that much about I don't Aaron either. Hernandez. Nobody's like, yo, what really happened with that? No one. It was, it was odd. I was like. And all you did was, was piss me off by showing me that he got off with stuff. Like, what did he really get off with? I feel like he got off with killing those two dudes. Because the chick, you remember the chick that was like, uh, oh, no, that was whenever she was dancing with him. But that was when he, she, he killed the first guy. Something's off with him, man. Because look, he's like handing the baby to the dudes, and the he's just playing with his baby and chilling. Like you just killed somebody, fam. 
He was off. He That's assuming that he I I personally think he probably was just there. You think his flunkies killed the dude? I mean, it happens on a regular basis. See, that's where it gets weird. I see why it was a story. I but see why once again, he doesn't have a motive, and they never found a gun. His lawyer was just trash, though. His first lawyer was trash. Mm. The fact that he switched up at the closing argument, like, hit their whole defense, trash. I just know from debate, you never do that. You stay that course. You, you Like Slim Charles said, you, you argue on that lie. Hmm. Yeah, that shit was a trip. Um... What we got here? Uh, did you see the footage of the guy getting socked? The battle rapper? Yeah, that was kind of weird to me, though. Oh, was it weird? The fact that people, like, not so much that he got socked, because he got that sock coming. That really should be told. He really got to have kind of light. For real, for real. He didn't light jab. It wasn't even like The ancestors real. weren't involved with yeah, that. Yeah, it was that, a, it was a love chat, for real, for real. The thing that got me, though, is that it were black people kind of like jumping in on his behalf, trying to break it up? No, they weren't trying to break it up. They was like, it was like on some bust a move type tip. Oh, trying to ride for him? Yeah, it's not surprising. Yeah, that's what that's what I saw when I looked. For those like, who aren't aware, piece up with him. For the listeners who aren't aware, there was a footage that came out of a battle rap going on. Uh, one of the MCs is a white guy, um, and the other guy is a black guy. He basically. Gets into his rhyme and somehow, what do he say? I'm not supposed to drop the n bomb, but nigga something, something, something. And he got like Nick out and then got stole off. Um, I mean, I don't know what he thought was gonna happen. Oh, he said I'm gonna say nigga and you can't do shit about it. <laughs> I forgot what he said, but he said, and it wasn't even a bar. That's what irked me more than anything really else. Just... Like, yeah, you just wanted to say the word nigga and you didn't do it clever. Like he might, he might could have been spared. If he just came with Eminem level, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was a trash ass bar. Half of me would have been stealing off of him for that weak ass. Like, so you're the guy who finally got famous for saying nigga in a battle, and it was this corny ass I shit. That right cross. Yeah, and it was light. It was real light. It was, oh, it was disappointing. That should that should have been a the Street Fighter level esque. Oh yeah, spirit bomb. <laughs> Done that nigga like a Nissan Maxima. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that straight leg drop kick on the hood. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, so he should have got he should have been looking up at the signal after that. Speaking of white guys that say uh the N-word, um <laughs> Eminem. Hold on, what? <laughs> Eminem, have you heard the Eminem album? No. Uh, you did you listen? You listen. I listened to the first ten songs and I cut that shit off. Ten songs? You know it's fucked up. Me and you was over here jamming some Eminem the like some months ago. But that nigga was what, what so era, fucking nice. What era Eminem though? Don't make it seem like we was listening to Recovery. No, 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 not Mountain Dew. <laughs> right. Mountain Dew Dorito Eminem. <laughs> yeah. No, we was listening to uh, the first three joints. Yeah, that nigga was crazy. You can never see. That's what's that's what's so funny with with him is that listen to the first four. The fourth one was hard. So I'm gonna always give it up on the first four albums because you can't not give it up to a god level MC. Like the nigga's nice. He was the nicest at one point. Period. Right. Right. And they can't argue that, um, which kind of brings me to this conversation. Can you be as nice as M was in his prime and still be a guest in hip hop? Hmm. I mean, he's not a guest. He's, I don't people view him as a guest. A lot of people call Eminem a guest in hip hop. After the Lord Jamar thing, a lot of people agree do? with that. What do you do? 
What do you mean? What him and first of all, why are him and Lord Jamar going back and forth? Still, Lord Jamar hasn't had a because song like because once years. again, once again, oh, a Lord lot Jamar of people called him a, a guest. Yes, and yeah. a lot of people agree to this day, and that was years ago, and that's what keeps coming up. And then with the Nick Cannon beef, Nick Cannon reignited the "You're a Guest" and then played the old Eminem. Nick Cannon's a guest. Uh, I don't think so. Why is Nick Cannon a guest? Gigolo. Spending lots of dough. Sitting in a wide body, sitting on foes. He has some other songs. I saw somebody say, imagine somebody pull a pistol to your head and say, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> five Nick Cannon songs. It's a rap fan. Why did my homeboy get four? And he's like, shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gigolo. Can I live? Can I live? It was like a song about begging his mom not to abort him. Um, I don't that. Uh, stop. Uh, it's six seconds of dead air on air. Don't. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, why do you say Nick Cannon's a guest? What does a guest in hip hop mean? I'm just, uh, I'm not literally saying he's a guest in hip hop, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, what has he contributed to? the cause so like what does he contribute in hip-hop and i and before somebody hops on here and say he wrote or produced something from Mariah Carey, i said hip-hop my nigga what is nick can i mean you don't have to contribute to be a part of this culture though that's the thing you don't have to contribute to be hip-hop culture he's taking away from it what do you mean taking away gigolo okay it's a bad song but that doesn't there's, there's, there's a lot of songs are, all of his songs are bad name a good one it doesn't matter there's a ton of trash mcs who are still hip-hop you just whack you could be whack, whack. Matter of fact, we need whack to be hip hop. Whack is a whole subculture of hip hop. That's the shit you don't want to be that you aspire to be dope. So whack and dope is the yin and the yang of hip hop. Therefore, all the whack artists are fixtures in hip hop. But I don't think Nick Cannon could ever be a, a guest. But I can understand the Eminem being a guest in hip hop. Can you feel people when they say that? I don't know. I don't. You gotta tell me why. I don't get why. I think that people who say this are coming from a standpoint of hip-hop is an art form that was a voice for the voices. When we didn't have a voice, we didn't have an art form, we weren't heard, we weren't included in the conversation musically, we had to create our own art form. Hip-hop was pieced what, together. What At what point were black people not in, in music? Well, we were, but it's kind of like, oh, I like that song. I like those dance moves. They're mine now. No, I get that. But so we, we came never... with something fresh. We yeah. came with something that's a different culture that was so. And we're always going to do that. But that's... but think about how it, it was so different and like rebellious and infused with political message. I mean. And I think that's where he, it comes he from. Had his, he had his moments. Who? He had his moments. Who? I mean, he's had his political moments. But I'm saying the birth of it and what it was birthed by, the roots of it, like. He's not from what those roots are. Bro, they let Stagger Lee get a number one single. So I'm trying Who to, is that? The nigga that had the song, the white boy that had the song MVP back in around the Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle days. I don't know who that is. He had a number one single. He could be a guest too. He definitely was. And he definitely contributed a lot less to hip hop. You know, like I said, I don't think you have to contribute to be a guest or not a guest. I don't think that's a deciding but factor. But what did he take away? That's what I'm saying. Like, what did Eminem take away from hip hop? Like, what did he detract or subtract from hip hop? I think it's just, uh, and here's given my, the history. Here's my thing. I, I don't want to have this conversation if we're going to allow Post Malone to still be a part of hip hop. He's a guest. All right. 
Yeah. So when he drops his next album, I don't want to talk about him at all. Okay. At all. Like, <laughs> point blank, period. <laughs> but, but for the guest people, then somebody said, like, yo, okay. So let's say we do say Eminem is a guest in hip-hop. What is Rick Rubin? Okay. But, but that's what I'm saying. Rick so Rubin. are we going with Eminem as a guest? But, 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 but Who's still. Me? I'm not, I'm, no. What's your stance? Is Eminem a guest or no? No, he's not a guest. He's just somebody that has reached his pinnacle and cannot re <laughs> ascertain it. What in your mind qualifies as a guest in hip hop? Post Malone, my nigga. <laughs> you just hurt me. What's the difference between Post Malone, Post Malone and Eminem? Said that you should not look for certain things that are positive if you're within hip hop. If you want those things, do you do you do you understand why someone would say that Eminem's a guest in hip hop? For the third time, no. Because I keep asking you, what has Eminem done to detract or subtract from hip hop? If you said that you don't have to necessarily, you can contribute and still be a guest. Rick Rubin is borderline somebody that laid down. Like an architect. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to really figure out what is a real guest. People that are guests typically say some dumb shit. Those are people that that should be guests. But once again, y'all let the y'all let Dan Rue say nigga and thinking that he was black. But that nigga's not. He's a white dude with a beard, and y'all still let him. So get is that is faces. that what made he's him a guest? A, he's a no. He was a guest to begin with. The nigga's white, and we let him. So M's white, bro. If you cut me off one more fucking time, like nigga, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like so, Dan Rue is a white man. Y'all let him get that. He was on. I want to say the '85 South Show. Nick getting nigga off. Getting mm -hmm. nigga off. Y'all let that shit slide. Y'all, but he only get he gets his money in black spaces. Y'all wanted to make Amber Rose black so bad because y'all let her get money in black spaces. She, these people are guests. But, but why is Dan Rue a guest? Nigga, I just... Why, you why said because he's white, so Eminem bro, is white. I'm going to keep repeating myself. I just told you that Dan Rue basically said a bunch of detrimental... So he said, nigga. And he, it's derogatory that we act like that's okay. Okay. Eminem said the shit he said about black girls are bitches, black girls are dumb. What are you talking? Bro, why are we doing this? And I just asked you ten times, what did Eminem say? You didn't know that, nigga. I just said, what did he say? Oh, I thought you knew that. Why the fuck me? Like, why do you think we that just I talked about the Nick Cannon diss, where he like, bro? Do you loops? think I listen to Nick Cannon's diss? Do you think I listen <laughs> to Eminem and Nick Cannon go back and forth? You think that's the kind of shit I got time? I got time to do? Well, when we have a podcast, yeah. <laughs> it's, bro, I'm it's not all this shit about. over. If you think that I'm, I want to have a conversation <laughs> about Nick Cannon and Eminem going back and forth? I, like <laughs> this we have a podcast i don't give a fuck what we have we could have a kid together for all i care my nigga i don't want to talk about eminem versus <laughs> versus nick cannon uh speaking so, of no, eminem i don't know speaking of eminem so, versus so nick cannon that's what i'm saying no not speaking. so <laughs> that's what i'm saying what did eminem say okay there's a disc that came out where he is uh trashing a black girl are you talking about that tape that came hey no hey. i'm asking you is is this the tape that he said he recorded well before the Slim Shady that that people found like 10 years ago. It's from 20 years ago, but we found it like 10 yes, years I'm ago. Yes, I'm talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what would make you, him a guest. And that's what, where the guest combo you, came from. But you know what else he did? At the least, he at least apologized for that shit. Them niggas kept pushing forward like they ne like it never happened. So if nothing else, at least he tried to make amends for his shit. I think that those type of moments, though, are what let you know, like, oh, yeah, you a guest. You know what I mean? Like... That's where I think the guest conversation came from. Whenever he's, but I mean, bro, people just want to be a guest because they don't enjoy his music anymore. 
Mm, there was always a sentiment where people wouldn't put him up there as a goat because he was white. There's always been like the salt, even when he was like clearly the greatest rapper ever. There was salt where they put Jay above him or they put somebody else above him because they don't want the top rapper to be a white guy. I mean, once again, that's a subjective list to begin with. Because yeah. Eminem's not going number one on my list. Jay-Z's not going number one on my list. I put Black Thought before both of them. Okay, then. So that's subjective. So if somebody does want to use race, all right, so be it. But at the end of the day, there's no real hard line for how we rank these people. Yeah, um, and then it just seems kind of wild to hear somebody call Rick Rubin a guest in hip-hop. Like, that just sounds nuts. But, again, it's just like the cult, like the history. of We don't talk about the history and the political makes, side of hip-hop enough for this to be a conversation that a lot of people can have. It makes me wonder if uh, – I assume since they know the name Rick Rubin that they are aware of Rick Rubin himself. Right. It also makes me wonder if they are aware of his place in hip-hop. Even with that, though, I'm saying, like, the roots of hip-hop, where hip-hop originated, and why. Like, the message was one of the elements at one point in hip-hop. You know, you got graffiti, and I heard somebody even say that graffiti and was graffiti i think they said was not an actual element early on but then later on they added it in like when they made it pop or some shit but you got the b-boys the dj the mc break dancer and the message but you always hear about four elements because they start taking the message out and the message was who, who did that um bro you really got it's tell just me. when it when you it gets really pop tell me who these people who do you <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, the hip hop movie that came out in theaters like KRS One, Ice T? Uh, I feel like that's every, Africa. That's every hip hop. No, I mean this one's in theaters. I think Africa Bombada was in it before the whole thing came out with him. But like they were on there talking about how that was what this originated on. But as time went on, as it became more pop and it was more about the hook, you started losing the message. It became more repetitive, so on and so forth. So I think that with that being the roots. What was that message is what you have to ask yourself. You know what I'm saying? And who was telling you the message? So that, that's where I think the guest thing comes in. Um, I think people are just making shit up just to be making it up. Well, I mean, the pioneers are telling us this. Who? The pioneers like who? I think KRS-One or Grandmaster Flash. or Grandmaster Flash would be more of a pioneer before KRS-One would be. He's the historian, though. Who? Uh, KRS-One. I think Grandmaster Flash would probably still once again be more of a historian considering that he predates Karis One. Yeah, of course. Karis One once again has the stigma of being just this all encompassing. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of your favorite topic, um, I think that Eminem hired I think he hired uh Orlando Brown. Have you seen this video that no, came out? You know I haven't. You know I did not <laughs> take the time to watch that goofiness. Uh, what kind of time do you be having on your hands, my nigga? I have a show. I don't want to give people a good show. This then we would not be talking about this. <laughs> like this is what's happening, bro. I literally looked at that and showed it to somebody, and we kept scrolling. So you saw it? No, I saw the headline, and I was like, "Will you look at this bullshit?" And kept scrolling. What did he say? I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. <laughs> That's on you, fam. <laughs> I just I'm gonna just say this. It's real, real weird. There is a deeper conversation. All right, so if you get on your social media sites and look up the, the sicko shit going on right now, Orlando Brown, uh, he's like our – we're watching him crash and burn. A child star, we're watching crash and burn, and everybody's so entertained every time he pops up for some reason uh, when he clearly just needs help. Um, 
and he jumped on a video. He's walking around Target, and he said something super wild about Nick Cannon and uh, Nick Cannon performing sexual favors on him. And sexual. yeah, it, it's it's wild. And I'm just like, damn, where did Orlando Brown come for, from with this shit? And I, I think Orlando Brown is a lot of things. I don't think he's a clout chaser. I think he doesn't need a reason to jump on the camera and say some wild shit. I think that's just what he does. Um, but I do feel like someone put him up to this because it was just very random that he picked Nick Cannon of all people. <coughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, here's where I get serious. Here we, here's where we get serious. Now, being a child star from Hollywood, it'd be times where these Hollywood stars are having breakdowns on cameras or, you know, have meltdowns, tripping out. And if you watch close enough, you can see, like, little slivers of truth coming through and thinking, like, damn, it's some real. And if you've ever been out there for real, you realize some real weird shit happens out there. And I don't know, man. It's just it's weird. It's a weird industry. And. Sometimes I just see shit like that and I wonder how much of this is drugs and craziness and how much of this is trauma from being a child star in Hollywood. So whenever people like come with these sexual allegations about people in Hollywood. Bro, he also said they, they're they just different up as a woman as well. So like, it, it, And we're talking about Hollywood. I, bro, I, I don't know. Like I've only I've only been a real nigga in Kansas City. I don't I can't really attest to that. It's really crazy. You, you, um, you lived out there for three years. Tell us more. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, tell, tell, tell us more how y'all was, was moving around. Ain't no y'all. <laughs> Here we go with this wee shit again. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You, you between the two of us. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say while yeah, I was out there. Tell, tell us how y'all was doing. While years. I was out, man, chill out. While I was out there, uh, I was invited to a lot of stuff. It's a lot of parties that you okay, get invited okay, to. A lot of things sure. you can move around. One of the, yeah. the best advice I got when I got there was like, yo, whatever you get invited to, go because you can always leave. Yeah, strap up. Watch out. So I wound up in a lot of dope, uh, a lot of dope functions and parties. I met a lot of dope people because I would always go like, you know, but I learned after a while, like after my first year, I was like, I, I ain't got to say yes to everything. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll be in some in some weird, real weird places where you just kind of. I don't know. I walked into somewhere and I felt like I was supposed to prick my finger. And like sign the guest book in blood <laughs> before I could come in. And as I was like, nah, I walked in the room and it was this big black dude, like seven feet tall. And he had like a opera top hat on and some other shit. And it was this teeny tiny little white girl. She was like four feet tall and she was a ballerina and she was dancing. And this nigga was singing opera and like lifting her up with his hand and just spinning around in the room and singing opera. And it was this creepy ass old lady on the piano. <laughs> I swear I bullshit you not. And she's just playing the music that he's singing opera to. And there's just just random young white people. Like they look like music industry execs or some shit. I don't know what was happening. They're probably like from the ages 27 to like 45. They're all sitting in a circle around this dude in the middle of the room, spinning this girl and singing opera. And he's wearing like a weird costume. And everyone was just entranced, staring at him. And I peeked my head in there for long enough to see what was going on and quietly exited the room. But that's when I realized, like, yeah, I can't fuck with all these. So what room did you go in and saw Nick Cannon and Orlando Brown? No, I don't know. I I wasn't in that room. I don't know about that room. I don't know if that's a room. But I'm just saying, I've seen weirder shit. Uh, I've seen weirder shit just on a random night in Hollywood. Like, So you're saying weirder than two two men 
Okay. All right. Hey. Well, I I was in the gym after hours one time, you know. <laughs> Niggas right. getting weird in the sauna. <laughs> Speaking of me dressing up as women, you seen uh, Nick Cannon's? I mean, <laughs> Nick Cannon. You seen the latest trash ass offering from Tyler Perry? No. I don't do Tyler Perry. Why not? I haven't. He's I, our he's our black cinematic savior. Let me go with that we shit again, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, the last Tyler Perry that I really was messing with was whenever you had to get the the DVD of the stage play from a bootleg dude. That shit was dope. I used to like those. Um, right. But then when I realized he was making it a thing, like I was like, eh. all right, more power to you. You know what I'm saying? But I stopped watching after that. Okay, you, um, didn't, you didn't miss much. It was it's bad. It's really bad. It's bad. The wigs are bad. I saw a clip where this lady's hair shifted one in one scene. Her hair was one way, and the next scene was a completely different wig. Um, there's also a scene in a diner where the extras are drinking out of empty cups and eating, not eating the food. <laughs> the They're like disappearing and coming back. No, they are. It is literally a guy sticking his fork into something. He puts it up to his mouth. There's no food in the fork, and he pretends to chew it. Mm. They're also in a diner that serves champagne. <laughs> but it looks like a checkers when they got outside. And the diner had a drive-thru. That sounds like some Atlanta shit. Were they in Atlanta? Bro, the diner had it. First off, the diner had a drive-thru. And it served champagne. That might be an East St. Louis thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gentrified East St. Louis. That bro, definitely sounds like bro, at, one, at one point, she hits this dude in the head like seven times with a baseball bat for him to still survive. I don't know. And the wigs were horrendous. Yeah, I don't watch Tyler Perry. I'm uh Yeah. It was it was funny for all the wrong reasons. And he, he used to have some fire singers. Were there singers in this? No, there's no singer. It's it's bad. And nah, he good. him and Derek Jackson must be stopped. Who's Derek Jackson? The uh, the dude that be uh pandering to black women, talking bad about black men. Is he in this movie? He's a step away. Uh, but he's the one that sits in his car, looks like he's cheating while he gives advice to black women. Imagine if after the video, like one day his hand slipped and just <laughs> wow, top from a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> no, look away. <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious. Yeah, wow, top. <laughs> but no, anyway, but no, it was horrible. It was what was it? Fall from Grace. It was bad. It was so bad. Uh, and it's two hours long. That's another one I won't be seeing. And Tyler Perry can't like y'all gotta stop giving that man money. Here's the thing: he he got it on his own. He said, "Nah, I'm gonna keep giving y'all this trash and by I any means we'll, necessary." Yo, we'll take anything. We'll accept anything. And it was no so bad. Bit. It was so bad. And he was just bragging about how he writes everything. And now that we know that, we can tell it shows. <laughs> it shows he is horrible. At and for people saying he was the new Spike Lee, y'all need to go back and watch Spike Lee movies because that nigga can't hold a candle to Spike. Right. So, yeah. That's, it was bad. Is there a bad Spike Lee movie? Um, not that I've seen. I'm not going to say that they're all. But my favorite movie of all time is Do the Right Thing. So, Have you seen The Miracle at St. Anne, was it? No, I have not. I haven't seen all of his movies, but I can't think of Inside Job was fire. School Day is fire. Uh, she's got to have it fire. Um, I can't really think of a bad one. People try to say Bamboozle was, but I think if you go back, I look, really love Bamboozle. That's actually <clears throat> one of the ones that made I think me. Bamboozle was kind of ahead of his time. It was so many bars in there. Uh-huh. Like right now, I guarantee you go back, like you're saying, and you watch that. That'll. <laughs> I think Bamboozle was ahead of his time. The Mantan is like there's so many Mantans 
since then that have still existed. Uh, people tried to lambast the movie where he did where the chicks held out on sex. Uh, Chirac. But the, wasn't it Kennedy in that? I think he was. So anyway, um, you better give him the Kennedy's props, bro. He was in a classic director's film. <laughs> I was really trying to figure out what you were talking about. Anyway, man. So yeah, but nah, that's that's that. But yeah, probably out with Netflix. Uh, do not. I don't know. Maybe you want to laugh. I don't know, but I definitely could do without that shit. I'd be really happy if Netflix just um, for Black History Month gave us all the classics. Like you know, they got roles like dramas, whatever. Mm -hmm. If they gave us like. Uh, Boys in the Hood, Eve's Bayou, uh, In Too Deep. Uh, Shotas is on there right now, ain't it? You know, it, it paid in full. So uh -huh. And then the next, the next row was all Spike Lee all the way across. Yeah, that'd be hard. And then they banned Tyler Perry for that whole month. <laughs> that would be so fire. Yeah. Um, something else. Oh, speaking of Netflix, you see, uh, Monique said, "Fuck Netflix, she's gonna get this Showtime deal." So what was the bag? Because that's that. I think that's the and obvious that, question. And, but see, and once again, we don't know. I, trust me, I tried to find that bag number. So you don't think it was big enough? She, you think it wasn't cracking like that? Otherwise, she would have told us. Because she would have been like, see, they gave it to me. You'd have to. So I don't think it was that. I think they was like, look here, we're going to give you the same thing. They're going to give you, you're going to shut up and take this. I think that might have been Here's the only thing. It got to be fire. And here's the thing, too. I hope it's not the same. Like, is it the same? Like, it's probably gonna be the same. Just her being. There's so much. And, there's so much hype riding on this now that if you don't be, deliver, it better be fire. And there's so many people who can't wait to see it fail and say oh, yeah. that's why they didn't give you the money. Yeah. So she better murder this. I really wanted to murder this. I want her. I want this to be the greatest female stand up of all time, yeah. just so we could be like. I want to. I want right. to be placed next to. Just overall classics, male, female. I want it to be, I want it to be one of them ones. Well, yeah, man. I Shout like, out to my I and I have nothing. I just, I wanted to win just because if you don't, it just makes it seem like you were just making so much noise for nothing. And that's the thing. I always want to ride with black women, believe black women support them, especially just because I know the world we're in. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if you get out there and make us look stupid, please. Sis. please. <laughs> uh, granted, it's already recorded. But I'm just yeah, I'm I'm rooting for it to be. I'm fire. hoping it's just flame. It yeah. gotta be. And I think that's pretty much that's all I got on my list. Hey, I ain't got nothing else, man. Um, shout out to Vasectomy Gang. Um, I'm gonna get this Nick Cannon feature on my next album. She gonna go and uh, she gonna go wood like a wild and out album. <laughs> and uh, what else we got? Orlando Brown's gonna do the hook. All right, song. so I, I have the, <laughs> I have the kickback give back clothing drive this upcoming Sunday from three to seven p.m. at Southeast High School, thirty five hundred East Meyer Boulevard. So go through them closets. Uh, this will be the last time I guess y'all see me on video talking about it. So go and go through rummage through them closets, get it together. Come out at your boy. Like I said, I'll be on the ones and twos, making musical noises. And we'll have all the Uno, Domino, Spades, local legends, uh, video game truck pulling up. Uh, it's everything. Oh, yeah, and it's free for students. So, definitely. Because, you know, IQ love the kids as long as y'all ain't mine. Straight up. Straight up. Well, yeah. Um, uh, everybody keep dreaming big and hustling hard, man. I'm just, just trying to stay in my bag, bro. 
that's it. Hit the end button, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Same place, same time. Nine o'clock. Rebellious podcast. The world's greatest podcast. Share this shit, ho. Well. <laughs>